everyone, and welcome back to the Freedom Announcer podcast. I'm Louie, and I'm here with my friend, Matt. Welcome, Matt, to the podcast. What's up, everyone? Happy to be here. Louie, thanks for having me, man. For sure. I'm, a, I'm excited about uh, this question that I have. And, and if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I ask questions or tackle things that, uh, things that are in my head or things that I don't think we talk about as the church. And this one has been on my mind for probably like 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, this, here's the question. If we have freedom in Christ, what would that look like for us to live it out, speak it, treat others you know, as a reflection of that freedom in Christ? So maybe, maybe the first question, Matt, would be what is freedom in Christ? How would you describe that to someone, a new believer, someone who doesn't quite yet know terminology or what that means? Yeah, freedom in Christ. Yeah, that's a great, I mean, the topic is awesome to start with. I think just the reminder that we are free for those of us that have chosen Christ as our Savior and Lord is just, it's a it's a great reminder. I think being free in Christ um, knows that I think what Paul talks about is we have we have the freedom to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. And so God has actually given us limits to actually live out of freedom that if we were given just the freedom to do anything, well, that would be reckless. And so if God has given us freedom within the, um, you know, the boundaries of scripture of, you know, marriage or uh, in moderation, where it comes to drinking or, you know, food consumption, like those boundaries allow us to have the freedom to enjoy. Um, And so I think freedom in Christ is essentially, um, I mean, I think it's tied to even like our holiness. So um it's i i think i'm even trying to struggle to even define it because it seems like it's it it can be all encompassing it like it helps guide us to know how to have a relationship with god that it's not legalistic maybe mm. free christ is it's it's relational um and yeah i mean i think i think that's where i would start so i don't know if i can particularly even define freedom because freedom it's not like uh, God is like big brother too. He's not looking over your shoulder. And so there's, I guess maybe you could define it as this, there's, there's trust. Freedom is trusting God to be God. And at the same time, freedom is God trusting us with our free will that we've been given to then honor God in return. Maybe that's what peeling back the layers here a little bit is how I would define that freedom to then live out as God has called us to within the boundaries that we see throughout scripture. Yeah. And when, when we do live in freedom, it is uh, and like, and I would say an understanding that my life is not my own. Mm-hmm. I am, I am completely dependent on everything from the creator, from mm-hmm. God. And in him, we have life and in, in him, we live and move and breathe. But so the question of like, if we do have freedom in Christ, really, why don't we live like it? Like so many of us believers, Mm -hmm. we uh, we constantly are dealing with the presence of sin. We are 
constantly distracted by what God has called us to uh, holiness, to mm -hmm. pursuing him, mm -hmm. to loving our neighbor, to uh, sharing Christ with others, bringing people into the kingdom or, or sharing the message and the Holy Spirit doing that work. Mm -hmm. But if, if, if we're called to freedom and we've been given freedom in Christ, yep. why don't we live like it? Yeah, man, I think there's a lot of different things. I think uh, we as humans are stubborn that those 18 inches or whatever it is from your, your head to your heart, sometimes it takes failed attempts uh, in your relationship with God as you've learned how to grow with God and hear God's voice and even, I don't know, just try what what God maybe has called you to do and then you stumble and then you're embarrassed because, you know, you're trying to live for Jesus and you, yeah, you get embarrassed by your friends or something happens that you almost become reserved and kind of in a shell. And so you don't want to keep living out freedom and you'd rather do what's comfortable. So that's another thing is that we're creatures of habit. And so we want to do what's comfortable, easy. We'd rather watch Netflix continually rather than maybe get outside of our comfort zone. Um, and I think sometimes we're, we're waiting for other people to probably tell us that we're free rather than us to have our own self-confidence to say that I am free to begin with. Um, because like, I think we were saying at the top of this podcast, like freedom in Christ does, it's a revolutionary way of thinking. And if, if we actually lived into it, then we would live a totally different life than maybe where we're at. And that's scary for people. So I think depending where you're at on that spectrum, it's, it's uncomfortable to begin with. And so people, people rather lean back to what's comfortable um, and, you know, what they can trust is, you know, a lot easier for them because they have those expectations versus, you know, living out freedom in Christ. That could mean, you know, talking to your neighbor, that could be a wild adventure with the Holy Spirit versus hanging out on my couch or just sticking to this friend group or just attending this college because my family attended there versus freedom in Christ. I mean, that's a, that's a wholly diff totally different ball game. I feel like so. Those are some examples. Yeah. And I, I think you touched on a good thing you, you were mentioning about. It's not something that we um, will get eventually as a believer. But in that moment of salvation, we have freedom. Yeah. And um, there is this book I read years ago. It's by Watchman Nee called The Normal Christian Life. And in, I forget what chapter, but... So his friend was constantly saying, uh, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and this guy was a believer. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I want to be filled, 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 filled. And Watchman, he picks up this coffee cup and he goes, what if this coffee cup said, I really want to be a coffee cup. Like I've spent my whole life to be a coffee cup and I just want to be a coffee cup. What would you say? And his friend goes, well, that's, that doesn't make sense. It is a coffee cup. And Watchman goes, yes. And because you are in Christ, you are filled with the spirit. It's not something that you will attain, but something that you do have. You have uh, the spirit right now. You have freedom in Christ. And sometimes I think we, we misunderstand, or, or at least where my mind goes, freedom in Christ means freedom from sin mm -hmm. and those are those are two different things as believers we are constantly 
in the process of sanctification, being made holy. So I have been forgiven of sin, but I am not free from the presence of sin. Um, So freedom and, and the presence of sin are, are are both operating at the same time because I'm human. Mm -hmm. Um, But when we're talking about why don't we live out what we were called to and what we have been brought to freedom in Christ, what do you have like a picture of what it would look like where we have this, but we're not pursuing that? What would you say freedom in Christ, but this is actually what we're doing? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's before we jumped on here, um, uh, an old uh, APU pastor, just friend told me, um, it's like we're living in a jail cell and we want to be free. We want to, um, you know, grow in all the ways that God is calling us to grow. Yet going back to that comfortable state, we'd rather keep on sinning and live in that jail cell, even though the door is wide open, even though we have the opportunity to step right out of there um, to remove the bondage and uh, to receive the forgiveness uh, that Christ offers us. We'd rather, again, stay put in that jail cell because it's comfortable, because it's predictable, because it's, it's, it's easier, right? So that's what I think. But on the flip side, if we step out of there, um, it requires work and effort, um, but it leads to greater healing and transformation. And I think that's what I think that's what we want. I mean, that's one of the things that happens when there's freedom in Christ is there's a lightness. There's there's a tension that we hold of saying, nope, life is not perfect. But like you said, you use the word sanctification. But am I growing closer to Christ? And through freedom, I would I would hope every single year we'd be growing in Christ and that we'd be bearing even more fruits of the spirit, right? Love and joy and peace and pain. Like we'd move through that list as well. So that, that imagery sticks out in my mind. Um, yeah. Yeah. And my, one of my favorite verses, um, Galatians five, one, it says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Mm. And it's, it's very, Paul's writing saying a very pointed statement. The reason you were set free is for freedom. Mm-hmm. And so then what would it look like if believers around the globe actually lived in freedom like we are called to because of Christ how would that change? Like, what would be, you're looking at the world in this light of all believers around the globe are living in freedom and how they walk, talk, speak, all those things. What would be different? What would our lives look like? Yeah. Yeah. I think it would reprioritize what is the main thing. Um, you know, even an example, I think of, of freedom, what we're seeing right now is I don't know if you've been seeing the Asbury, that revival that's happening on that campus, um, yeah. at Asbury University, like they're in some senses in a worldly sense, they're like, they're not going to class. They're, you know, they're not maybe going to their jobs right now. Like it looks pretty crazy from a worldly perspective. Like they're, they don't seem to have their priorities quote unquote in check. 
and obviously, yes, I'm not saying you need to, you know, Christ has given us responsibility to go and work and, you know, be able to pay for things, food, clothing, all that. Yes. But there's something that at the same time, these people are probably experiencing freedom like they've never had before because they're, they're choosing the presence of God over everything else. And so I, I think our priorities really reveal our calendars even reveal what takes priority. And so um, again, freedom in Christ takes effort and work. Um, my boy, Andy Minio says, freedom is a mindset and I'm not in my prime yet. Like I would hope again, like over year after year, we, we'd access even more freedom. Um, not like in a, a consumeristic way, but that we would, again, as we're naturally growing to be more like Christ, um, we would begin more free. So around the globe, I think I would, we would see, I think more like revivals or things happening where um, people again are, yeah, they're just, there's, they're not bogged down by the pressures of this world, the polarization of this world. Um, and, and then the, they're just experiencing a lot more, maybe breakthroughs, uh, than are currently going through. And I think, I think prayer has a lot to do with that as well. Um, our prayer lives, but yeah, I don't know if that answers a question for you, but yeah. And, and I think like when I, when I think what would be different, um, I think we would have a lot more criticism uh, of the church, yeah. of Christians, of believers. I mean, we, we tend to think, maybe it's just in my head, but we tend to think that if I just follow Jesus closer and I'm able to uh, do this, you know, give more to this and meet the needs of this and uh, care for widows and orphans, then everything, like God is going to take care of everything. Mm -hmm. But I mean, even Jesus had naysayers. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. people speaking out at him because of what he said and how he lived and the disciples and how they, what they said and lived because of him. Yeah. So I think, I think we'd have, we potentially could have a harder time. Sure. Um, and, you know, he's even promised that you'll, in this world, you're going to have trouble. But take right. heart, I've overcome yeah. the world. Yeah. So, um, I mean, with with each of these uh, podcasts that I do, I don't like just uh, bringing up a question and then leaving people hanging on, okay, what's next? Um, so if you were speaking to someone that maybe it's a listener right now that loves Jesus, but is having a hard time embracing freedom. Or like, mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm free. Mm -hmm. How would you encourage them? What would you share with them to do, to say? Uh, what would you tell them? Yeah. I think of, um, you know, I'm big into like, again, my, my background, I love spiritual formation, discipleship. So I, I started immediately thinking of um, spiritual disciplines, not as just like a, a silver bullet, but I think they're a means to connect with God, right? They're, they're means of helping us just be aware of the presence of God. And so I think something that comes to mind is just prayer uh, mixed in with fasting and trying that. And I know fasting is probably a, a lost art in today's age. And if you struggle with food to any degree, then maybe this isn't the best thing for you. But if that's something for you that you think you could do, I think I would encourage listeners to try fasting, fasting from three meals. And each time you are sensing that hunger, 
to bring up to God, like, okay, God, why am I not feeling freedom and um, starving the flesh from any worldly yeah, desires around when it comes to freedom or roadblocks that you might be experiencing? And then on the other side, bring what would it look like if I stepped into freedom in this area of struggle, like, and bringing that to God and just seeing what God does with that. Um, and we see that throughout scripture that that's biblical. Um, and that's been a practice I've tried myself, um, tried it for like close to a year at one point, really going through a difficult season. Um, and, you know, personally couldn't see maybe all of the fruit of that. Um, but I do think that God did move in a way that if I had not, um, prayer and fast, I don't think I would have, I don't think I would have, I don't think my prayer life and just what God would have done in that season, it, it might've been totally different. And I don't know, that's not to manipulate God, but I think prayer and fasting, there's, there's a mystery to it that I think um, God sees and um, is willing to, you know, like Isaiah 58, like loosen what is in heaven on earth and bind up. I just, I think there's something to that. So that's what I would encourage listeners to try prayer and fasting. And I think that's a good word because so many times when I don't feel like I have freedom, I talk to myself about it. Mm. I tell, I tell others about it. I, I say, Matt, man, I just don't know if God is there. Mm-hmm. Well, have you talked to God about that? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I feel like in those moments where I don't feel the presence of God, I, I don't feel the freedom that I have it might be in those moments where God is shouting and step into that freedom. Talk with me, Mm -hmm. do that each and every day throughout the day. Like the, just this morning, every morning we have this, uh, a different prayer at breakfast, me and my family, we go through this calendar and today was um, continually pray, pray for God, for help, pray to God for help to continually pray and I asked my kids you know what does that mean and they're like we don't know (laughs) and and so we're we're sharing with them in in God's word it says pray consistently pray always whatever version it is constantly pray and how is that possible it 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 doesn't make sense because I've got work and I've got I'm, I'm gonna be driving and I'm eating but I shared with them that inviting God into each and every moment of your day, that is prayer. Mm-hmm. Driving in the car, God, keep me safe. Yep. As I'm driving by people on the road, God, what can I do to help them know Jesus in this moment? Mm-hmm. When I pass people in the grocery store, that cashier, um, I think that's a good word of talking with God about it. Yeah. And then taking that something could be food right? and starving that mm-hmm. for a, a defined amount of time right. in order to know God more. And many times I, I feel like God speaks in the moments of our deserts. Yeah. And that's, that's super good. So yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe if we had freedom and maybe if we lived out our freedom, um, we, we, you said, our priorities would be different. Right. Um, I said, we, we would have more criticism Mm -hmm. and you know, we would, we would look a lot more like Jesus. And yeah. Yeah. 
And I think too, Louie, you mentioned this too, the abundant life. I think we would experience more of the abundant life that isn't prosperity, but it is a life rich in the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. Uh, and I think that would lead to greater peace and uh, ways to love our, our neighbors and love God um, if we, yeah, live those things out. Yeah. So um, if you're listening today and uh, you're wondering, do I have freedom in Christ? I would encourage you first to search out uh, the, the God's word says to um, search out your own salvation with fear and trembling, knowing that it's Christ that worked in you. So if you don't know Jesus, you can. Um, he calls us into an eternal relationship with him by understanding that we are sinners, we're separated. but Jesus paid the ultimate penalty to forgive us of our sin. He died. He came back so that we could have new life and, and you can have that relationship too. And I would remind you, if you are a believer and you're, you're in that moment of, I, I don't feel freedom. I would remind you, Galatians 5.1, it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. Pray. Talk to God, search out someone that you know, maybe in your local church that has a mature relationship with Jesus or is a maturing disciple of Jesus and ask them for help, ask them for an encourage, for encouragement and prayer. Um, Matt, this was, uh, this was fun being able to talk about freedom with you. And even Matt and I, we've done ministry together and uh, I've, Matt, I've seen freedom come through you jesus's freedom and now you in in ministry i am praying that the people that come through your ministry would sense christ's freedom in and through you and they would be able to have a closer relationship because of the spirit working in and through you so thanks matt for your time yeah thank you man thanks for having me on here yeah so uh, if you've got any questions that uh, are rolling through your head and you want me to address it or ask somebody about it I pretty much no question is uh, off limits I love talking um, maybe sometimes it gets me in trouble but I love talking and uh, talking for sure about Jesus and, and what that means in our life so for all these questions and doubts and thoughts I'm Louie, this is Matt, and this is the Freedom Announcer Podcast. Thanks for listening.